0: Talk ZB, it is eight minutes away from two. Dr. Michael Johnson is a Senior Research Fellow at the New Zealand Initiative, joins us now. Hello there, Dr. Johnson, how are you? Johnson.
1: Good afternoon, I'm very well, how are you?
0: We are, well, kind of perplexed <laughs> yes. and a little bit saddened and also a little bit scared about the way this is all unfolding, thanks to your good work. So when did the innovative learning environments first arrive?
1: Well, there was a, a property strategy out of the Ministry of Education in 2011 Uh, that promulgated the idea that classrooms had to be fit to learn in, which seems like a reasonable proposition. Mm. Uh, But quite what they meant by that became uh, clear over the next couple of years when schools were basically told that if they wanted new buildings, which many of them desperately needed, having 50-year-old classroom stock, uh, they had to build them this way, these large environments with you know, perhaps 60 to 150 kids in them and multiple teachers.
0: So that's one of our callers referred to that fact. You know, if you wanted to stay single cell, no funding. The only way you... So that is, that is in fact, correct? Yes. All right. So that's scary in and of itself. Mm. Now, what of the... So what of the modern learning environment? Is there any way to put it back?
1: Well, that would probably depend on the precise design. Uh, Some of the research that I looked into for the report... Uh, pointed out that there are kind of myriad different designs that are out there. Some of them it would probably be possible to build some walls and uh, return it to something like a, a traditional classroom structure. Others I think it would be very difficult uh, if, if they're a certain shape of room or, or kind of just a big barn-like area. It's, mm. it's hard to know how you'd uh, feasibly turn that into a, anything like a, a traditional classroom
0: so you're sort of suggesting through this research that it's ideology rather than evidence you know, for this. So where, whose ideology is it? Where does it come from? And be, be candid with us.
1: Yeah, okay. So, I mean, there are two elements to that. One thing I did was to ask the ministry under the Official Information Act what the research base for the initiative was. And what they sent me in response to that question, which is kind of jaw-dropping, was two web links, one to a TED Talk by an architect, Gosh. and the other to an infographic, also by an architect. So obviously the idea has been promulgated by architects who coincidentally stand to do quite well out of the <laughs> wholesale redesign of a, of a country's classroom stock. Mm. The other element of it is uh, much more ideological, and that is the, uh, the idea uh, that children can more or less teach themselves. So this is the idea of, of self-directed learning, mm. whereby, you know, to, to use a, a kind of expression that you hear in educational circles, teachers become the guides on the sides rather than the sage on the stage. In other <laughs> words, mm. they're guiding children towards learning rather than directly instructing them. Now, the research literature on this is very clear. It's not, by and large, an effective way to teach there are some nuances with it, but really, I mean, we can see in our literacy data, our numeracy data, the the, the, the kind of poison fruits of this ideology. Um, we've got only a third of our 15-year-olds able to write at a basic adult standard and only two-thirds able to read at that standard. So we're seeing the results of it now, uh, and it's, it's not pretty.
0: Oh, it's, it's actually ugly. So what, in your view, is there, is there any way to put mm. this right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a hard one to turn around because, it, I mean, one of the things the ministry couldn't tell me, uh, one of the many things they couldn't tell me was how much money has been spent on building them, but it would be the order of billions. And so it's really not a realistic proposition to pull them all down and start again. So somehow we have to make the best of what we've got. Now, I think the ministry needs to urgently commission a study uh where it looks at a sample of kids learning in these environments and a sample of similar kids learning in more traditional environments and compares their progress over, say, a year in some key areas like literacy and numeracy. And then uh, we'll have at least some evidence about how well they're working or not working. And then I think we need more research about how to use the environments as well as possible. Because it is possible that... There could be something going for these kinds of environments if they were set up right. If teachers were trained to use them properly, mm. I think there are some very great challenges with it that will be hard to overcome. But uh, we should be positive as we can and, and look ahead rather than, you know, just dwelling on the fact that uh, it's all been a bit of a waste
0: of money and, and uh, you know, it has had a dreadful effect on some students at least.